this week's edition of Generation Oblivious, a white man sues to be considered a minority because of a DNA test, an Indian man sticks an electrical wire into his penis, Walmart, everyday low prices, this finally went into the um, people trafficking. Oh, goody. <laughs> uh, time Traveler has come back to tell us about the future, and... Of course, somebody has sex with an animal. It's Florida, isn't it? It is Florida. I, God I, damn it. I kind of went out of my way to find a story from Florida. Oh, okay. And there was another one from Pennsylvania, but mm. it, was, it was just kind of gross and sad. Oh, God. <laughs> but all this and more. You are the Glad we don't have to pay royalties for that, Tom. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. There's lots of royalty-free stuff out there. There is. That one's so old that can't be tagged. <laughs> kind of like Happy Birthday, isn't that technically in the public domain now? I think it. Is. Well, it's <laughs> the, it the Beatles owned the the rights to mm. Happy Birthday. That's why when you go to like um, Applebee's or something or all these restaurants have a weird birthday chant that they do. Because the Beatles, they would have to pay royalty to the Beatles. What a weird thing to own. You're the Beatles. Give us happy birthday You're back. already fucking rich. Literally never going to go broke with that estate that they've owned. Well, early on, this is a weird factoid, but like early on in a... Like music industry, the whole thing was like really screwed up. Because back in the day, they had a, a pool, and they would sign different people to different record labels. And right. For instance, like um, Black Sabbath and Cheech and Chong were on the same record label, okay? And at the time, Black Sabbath was the number one band in the world, you know, making millions of dollars. And then you had Cheech and Chong, who were doing well, but they're not doing what Black Sabbath right. was doing. But there, there was no, all the money went to one pool. So you could have Ozzy, it was like, you know, buys everybody in Black Sabbath a Ferrari, and then Cheech and Chong come in and they buy themselves Lamborghinis. You know, they just had access to all the money. Mm. And then the rights got screwed up, and then that's how Michael Jackson ended up owning, like, a big chunk of the Beatles records. Or the... Weird. Yeah. Didn't know any of that. Yeah. Because for a while, Beatles wasn't on iTunes. You couldn't get the Beatles shit anywhere. And it was because Michael Jackson owned the, the rights to the early music. Or, uh, it was weird. Speaking of weird things with Michael Jackson, you hear about the Sony thing with like hiring a fake senior to sound like him? Uh-huh. To release a couple of hidden labels out there? Nice. That's apparently a thing that really happened. I'm not mad at it. Uh, his family's not happy about it. Well, I mean, it's... I don't know. Yeah. As long as they get paid. Yeah. I think it's just them trying to act like they have a stance of honor of some sort. And not being greedy. When your name's Prince and Blanket, you kind of lose all credibility. <laughs> right. I well, I don't think it was those family members. Oh, I think it was the those. older ones. Oh, yeah. The Okay, gotcha. The yeah. former Jackson Fives. 
that wanted money, but secretly wanted to also look like they're not terrible people. Right. It's a weird, that's, that's a weird dynamic. Speaking of terrible people, Donald Trump, did you hear about the, the uh, Times article that shows that they probably hid $500, or $500 million in taxes? Yeah. Nice, right? That really... Guess what the, the state of New York is looking into getting back? That $500 million? Yeah, they are. If it's found out, they can't hold them accountable for lawsuits or anything, but they can come after that money. Yeah, I guess who probably doesn't have that much money. Well, but what, my guess is what's going to happen was, because that was money that he inherited from his dad, correct? Like, Well, if they did what they did, they can't get out of this. Because if they purposely misled them on their property values, that's illegal. And I thought I read, like, his dead brother had tax filings after his death. That was part of that inheritance tax, too. That inheritance estate. All I know is his dad was real worried about his son fucking over the rest of the family. Rightfully so. And here's where I'm pissed. I mentioned it in, like, episode two. But I get a letter from the IRS saying I owe him $3,000. So... They, they're coming after me for three grand, mm-hmm. and he he's sitting there hiding. How do you? How does he get away with hiding five hundred million dollars for so long? Well, it's because, like I said, they personally had the the obligation to tell them how much their land is worth. If they misled them, they they have to trust them unless something comes out later on. Then they can go back and investigate. Right. But as it stands, criminally, he is not able to be charged for. But they are gonna come after that money. Oh yeah, and it's and, and my understanding was it was the uh, the New York tax, New York state tax. Mm-hmm. Uh, at the time, it was fifty five percent inheritance mm-hmm. tax, and they paid equivalently a five. Yeah, like he inherited a billion dollars, and he was supposed to pay five hundred and fifty two million, and he paid fifty two. Yeah, and let's yeah. let's be perfectly clear here, especially he wants to say that he only got a small loan of one million. That's not true. No. It was like $14 million and he never paid it back. In and fact, one of the last things that they had to divvy out out of his dad's vault was an IOU from Donald Trump for millions and millions of dollars. <laughs> yeah, they said by the time he was eight. It was in his dad's records. So by the time he was eight, like he was declaring like $250,000 a year mm-hmm. or a month or something, something goofy yeah. as an eight-year-old. Yeah, just so he did, could get away from paying taxes. His dad did everything right as far as trying to scheme money. Yeah. That's what his dad did. His dad schemed every way possible, scheming out money without having to pay proper taxes. The uh, the Dollops 300th episode, I think it was, mm-hmm. was about Donald Trump and his family. It's a two-parter. You should give it a listen. It was pretty, it was pretty informative. I probably will. It was, it was, it was, it was a good one. So this article struck me early in the week. Man who claims to be 4% black after a DNA test sues for minority status. He says, and I quote, I'm a certified black man. The Seattle man who claims to be 4% black based on a home DNA ancestry test is suing the federal government for denying him minority business owner status. Ralph Taylor identified as a Caucasian until 2010 when an ancestry by DNA tests told him he was actually 90% European 
6% Native American and 4% Sub-Saharan African. Last November, armed with this test, 55-year-old insurance agent updated his birth certificate to re reflect his newly found identity. While he looks Caucasian, he is now legally black, Native American, and Caucasian. Oh, good night. I think there should be a, uh, I think there should be a, a percentage cutoff. Proves minority status. Taylor said he was a member of the NAACP. <laughs> Subscribed to Ebony Magazine and was interested in black social issues. That doesn't make you black, you jackass. <laughs> That's like saying I'm Chinese because I enjoy an egg roll and a wonton. Uh, just because he's wanting to use the system and get tax benefits from being a minority. Yeah. Oh boy. Which I could okay. I've I've taken, I've taken that home DNA test. I haven't. Like I've done the ancestry DNA thing. And I am 100%, 100% European. I'm not. I'm as white as you can be. I am a good pasty white, but I'm not just, you know, European. Yeah. But you don't know. Like, people come up with, and people come up with weird stuff. So, I mean, it puts people in a weird place. But doing it for reason doing it so he can get tax breaks and shit because he's an insurance agent so he owns his own insurance company i'm sure you know it's like what is his name fucking rod taylor fucking rod taylor insurance agency he just yeah he's 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 abusing the system and it's people like that that are fucking it up for everybody who might literally not know where they come from they take a dna test and they've always you know, been told that they were white or Asian or Mexican because they look a certain way, and then it comes up that they're... You know, right. Like, if you're a Puerto Rican, you look Puerto Rican, you're going to test a high percentage of African, like like a 40 to 50% black, you right. know, uh, because people from Africa came over to Puerto Rico and then kind of stayed there and just bred with the natives and just kind of bred it out to a, this weird right. Puerto Rican balance. So, I don't know, I thought that was interesting, but mostly fuck that guy. Right, right. I mean, if I was 6% Native American, I'd be trying to get onto a, a reservation and do some peyote, but that'd be <laughs> that'd be about it. I would be trying to get into the casino game, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Like, what the hell? But dude just really wants to be black. No, he doesn't. Not even remotely. Or she was like, yeah, he would get, somebody ought to, somebody's going to kick his ass. Speaking of social issues of black people, did you hear about the cop that finally got charged after like a year and a half of deliberations? Yeah, that Chicago guy? Yeah. Yeah. After he shot a guy 16 times. The fuck? Yeah. 16 times and dude had a knife on. Like. And did not even charge at him. Wasn't he running away? <laughs> No, he was just walking at an angle away oh. from him, and he said he charged at him with a knife, like, flinging at him. And by the cop video, you can see that he spun around from being shot so much. Yeah, that was overkill. Yeah. Just absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. If, if you're afraid of your job, you shouldn't be there. Well, I have family that, that 
our police, and it and it's a weird thing, you know, because it's 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 not like, you know, there's a chance that working retail you're gonna get robbed, mm-hmm. you know. Oh my, there's there's a, there's a chance that it's gonna happen. There's a minute chance that somebody's gonna pull a gun or a knife on you, and right. you may die. Right. It happens, but very rarely. But with a cop that is in the forefront of their mind every time they they do something like you get called to a, a domestic violence that's the highest chance they have yeah of a problem at least in the states right maybe not elsewhere in the countries otherwise because they don't have any guns but you know but like I have an uncle he's a he's a deputy sheriff in Kansas and he you know he Gets called it like I remember. I think it was like a Christmas Eve. He got called out to a domestic violence deal, and it just turned into no. It was like this lady called and said her son was gonna kill himself, and then it turned into this whole fucking ordeal, and it almost became a hostage situation, you know. And he was just going out on doing like a wellness, like a welfare check, right. like hey dude, don't kill yourself. It's Christmas, you know. Santa's coming, all that good shit. Right. So I mean, I I'm I'm sympathetic towards police. Just because I, I understand, like, I mean... But at the same time, you have to know that you're getting into a position where that oh, yeah. shit might happen. You can't be deathly afraid of your job. You just can't. Right. A firefighter can't say, I'm not going to that burning building. Right. That's yeah. your damn you job. Fight a fire. Yeah. Go in the damn building. But at the same point in time, my whole point with this, bringing up the firefighters, for example, was cops don't even have the highest death, like, per capita per job. Isn't, like, crab fishing yeah. or whatever higher than that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's insane. Right. But those, those are typically accidents. Like, you are... And you never know what somebody's thinking. Like, so it... I don't know. Like, I agree. Like, getting... Dude shooting that dude 16 times is way fucking overkill. Right. Like, way overkill. And there's... But it's just like anything else. Like, you're going to have good people and bad people. And, you know, there's good people that work in retail and there's bad people that work in retail. I think we're also not teaching our place well enough in America. Because, like Britain, they're basically paid way better and they go to school for four years. Yeah. Ours is, what, 12 weeks training? Something Something like that? Something like that, yeah. Not enough. No, no. They don't teach them de-escalation. We don't. Yeah, our country does everything back asswards. This is a real short story. An 18-year-old man is recovering in in a hospital in India after he inserted an electrical wire into his urethra in order to stimulate himself. The what? (laughs) Yeah, after experiencing several days of pain and being unable to urinate, the teen went to a hospital where a check of his medical record showed that he wasn't the first time that he had attempted to form this form of self-gratification. Whoa. So he sticks a live electrical wire. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? <laughs> okay. You can pay a professional to have some of these, some of these things performed, and it's probably best that you do. I don't know if I'd ever do that, even in that well, situation. Well, no, but but several days without being able to urinate. Man, I can barely go like four hours without 
having to urinate. I want every 24. But several days, no. I'd be thriving in pain at that point. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was super funny. Terrifying. I mean, super weird. Unpleasant, even. Snagglepuss. You want to hear about Walmart's everyday low prices? Oh, Or a time traveler? Let's go into Walmart. Let's dig into that shit bowl. There was a, uh, there's an article, too, on here. Um, if we had time, I was going to read it about how an eight-hour workday is completely ineffective and bullshit. Like, we shouldn't work eight hours a day. What's the time do you, does it say? Yeah, it says it's like four to six. Like, because, and I can speak from personal experience, I'm dog shit after lunch. Like, I get yeah. dick done. Port Orange, Florida. Outside of a Walmart in Port Orange, Florida, a man tried to buy an eight-year-old girl from her mother. Jesus Christ. For $200,000. The fuck is this shit? Helmuth Cobb, 81, is charged with false imprisonment and battery. Police say Cobb tried to grab and kiss the girl and after he had offered to buy her. What the fuck is wrong with this guy? In a Walmart parking lot, Jesus Christ. Cobb fled to Walmart after the incident but was tracked down by police and taken into custody on Saturday. I imagine since he's 81, he just drove like an 81-year-old real slow. So even though he like left 30 minutes before, he was only like half a mile away mm. driving a weird brown Cadillac. Uh, police said there are other reports of a similar incident, and investigators are looking into the cases in Port Orange, Florida, and Daytona Beach. Better questions. How does a random ass old man have $200,000? Oh, I'm sure he does. That's what I'm saying. How? But. Ooh. See, like, that got my blood up. Like, so that's the type. Creepy. But this is the type. This is the type of story that I can identify with people, like, going into overkill mode. Like, if I had a daughter, like, if I was, just say, just say that this was my wife and daughter. And I'm, because sometimes I'll meet my wife at Walmart. And we'll right. take separate cars, and we get there at separate times, but we'll meet up there. And just say that this is my wife and daughter, and we're meeting up there. And I come rolling up on this, like, my wife having a frantic look in her eye, and this dude holding on to my daughter's hand trying to kiss her. Like, that guy would be fucking dead in a heartbeat. Because I wouldn't stop until I couldn't move my arms and legs anymore. Like, I would smash him into a puddle of guts. And then I would go to jail for murder and all that shit. Right. But I don't feel like that's, like, I feel like that's a justifiable homicide. Like, you know. Yeah. I can understand where you're coming from, but at the same point in time, that I don't think that's ever going to be acceptable in this country. And it's not. And it's, but, like, that dude's, like, that's gross. Like. And he's not trying to buy a daughter. He's not pulling a, a daddy Warbucks and he wants to do an Annie. Right. You know, like, he was buying that eight-year-old for horrible things that right. don't even need to be discussed, even on our podcast. <laughs> right. Or if you want to call Elon Musk, he might tell you some stories about some places. Because he's in trouble for that, saying some shit. Ugh. <laughs> Poor Elon. He just doesn't know when to shut the fuck up. Man, he just... He doesn't care. 
I mean, he really should, though. <laughs> but I like his mentality. Like, everybody thinks, and it's funny, the misconceptions we have of, of smart people and what they do. Like, Elon's the face of SpaceX and shit, right? Like, he la- like SpaceX launched a car, and so Elon Musk's face is on it. And he does Tesla, and Elon Musk's face on it. Yeah, so that's the boring company. The boring company, right? Not a flamethrower. But he doesn't design these things. He thinks them up, and there is a panel of engineers that are supposed to figure it out. Mm-hmm. So, like, they're like, Elon Musk is a genius. I'm like, no, he's just a daydreamer. Like, he's just creative. Like, he invented PayPal, and he got fucking rich, and now he just sets around and think of crazy shit to do. I'm not going to lie. I forgot that he made PayPal. Yeah. I forgot that's what that started. Yeah, he made PayPal and then was like, I want to put satellites into space, and I think I can do it better than NASA. Okay. SpaceX came. But he spent all all of his PayPal money he spent on SpaceX trying to launch, and he spent it all. Like, all of it. Mm-hmm. And now but, he makes money from it. But he said when they came up with Tesla, like the car, the electric car, and he was like, I want a 100% electric car um, and they were like okay no problem you take out the gas and here's the battery and then you do that and then but they had to they basically had to re-engineer how a car worked because everything was meant to work off of a gas engine and so they had to redo like the air conditioning they had to redo the radio they had to redo so, like, the Tesla had, I think they had 279 patents on a Tesla car because everything had to be restructured and redone. I was like, that's right. pretty cool. Have you heard about his electricity thing now that he's doing? Are you talking about the walls? The the big poles? No. The, the, I thought you the meant the towers? battery walls. I don't know. Oh, yeah. That's pretty cool. Um, I don't want to tell you anything about that. He, uh, he's, one, he's, put, he, he's already started building them. There are these towers mm-hmm. that... I guess they gather and then disperse electricity, and it's going to be kind of like Nikola Tesla's dream of free energy. Like, I thought that was free internet of some sort, something shitty, like some weird, like no, it was free wireless energy. That was what it was. Yeah. Okay. Um, but he's there's a there's already a, there's a tower in Texas, and uh, he wants to put him. He he mainly wants to put him in like South Africa and right, like. But he could, we could all have, you know, free power with these weird penis towers that he's built everywhere. But yeah, no, the, the things I was saying about the wall batteries, yeah. as far as the, his solar panels, like if you get them, yeah. you put a battery literally in your fucking wall that will power your house all day. And if you get excess energy, it then sells the energy you got for during right. the day right. to the power company during the night when energy is the most expensive. Or some shit. Right. It's amazing. I've, I've thought about going solar. Like, I, I think that would be really cool. Um, I mean, just to me, it just makes sense. All right. But there are some places that, that it's outlawed. Like, mm-hmm. Heck, Florida's trying to, I think it technically might be already illegal, to sell your energy back to the power companies. Yeah. It's fucking horseshit. They get free energy from you, if that's the case. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would just... Just have a bunch of extra backup batteries. That, well, what happens then is that's all the power companies bribing the politicians for their benefit. Yeah. 
convenient how everything benefits them one way or the other. Oh, they're going to get paid for sure. Yeah. But one good thing about Kavanaugh that we just unfortunately got as a Supreme Court pick means the Democrat Party has no reason to object to a Fifth Amendment or Article Five Amendment or whatever to get money out of politics. Mm. That's the only way it's going to happen now. Well, the biggest thing out of Kavanaugh is that's that he lied under oath, and we know that, and they got care. rid of Bill Clinton for that. Um, but now there's so many uh, of those uh, Supreme Court justice fellas, mm-hmm. like they could overturn Roe v. Wade, and we yeah. could we could go back to the age of the coat hanger abortion, mm-hmm. just killing our country quite literally. Because it was dangerous for women. Well, and and it's it's fucking, it's stupid to think that just because you made something illegal means that people aren't going to do it. Yeah. And it it goes for everything. Like, we learn this in Prohibition, you know, and and we're learning it now with um, states legalizing marijuana. You're either going to, all right, but like I was saying, just like we're learning with marijuana, just because you make it legal doesn't mean that everybody's just going to go nuts and do it. Like, there are people that are going to do it whether it's legal or illegal, and then there's a small number of people that are going to do it because it's legal and they can do it. And I'm glad you brought up Prohibition, because guess what your favorite leprechaun has been doing in secret? What's that? Uh, he made a secret task force that people heard rumors about being around. And it came to light that their job was to figure out the pros and cons of weed in these legalized states. And it turns out they're not looking at the pros. They've been told just to look Look at at the the worst case scenario. Yeah, isn't it interesting how that little gremlin is only ever trying to be against weed? Mm -hmm. Yep, and doing it in secret. I figured you'd like that because you love your little gremlin. (laughs) But... Uh, it, it's it's stupid to think that just because, and again, it's it's like what we talked about last week with the devil's triangle comment. Like there, you have to have you can't live your whole life in this political bubble and think that you know what's best for people. You know, and look back at the people that that wrote our constitution and shit. They weren't lifelong politicians. They did other shit. Mm-hmm. So they had a grasp on, you know, Washington killed people, a lot of people, and he partied hard. So he had a grasp on life. So when he was telling you don't do, like, he, he had a, a, a life factor that he could offer, you know. So, but these politicians, what have they done other than being weird in college and keeping calendars for 35 years? Well, they're too busy worried about making sure these large companies and all that can keep putting super PAC money into their campaigns. Yeah, and it's... That's why they put Kavanaugh in there. Yeah. So they can't. It's all bullshit. It's a joke. Uh, Joe Rogan, he has a new stand-up special on Netflix, and he went off about the Constitution, and he was like, imagine going back in time and talking to the people that wrote the Constitution... And they're like, you haven't changed that shit? Yeah, it's a living document. <laughs> it was meant to be changed and updated more. And now the Democrats have only one recourse to get money out of politics. 
And that is to get an amendment through the, what is it, 35 states yeah. ratifying it to the Constitution? But there is hope. That he might be impeached? No. Oh. There's hope for mankind. Mm. Not in the United States. <laughs> A time traveler who went to year 8973 and met telepathic robots has passed all lie detector tests. This means he believes it. He could have been right. having an acid trip. William Taylor <laughs> passed a lie detector test in which he describes his jaunt to the future. He claims he spent six hours in the year 8973, but said he never wanted to come home as it is a utopia where there is no crime or conflict and there are cures to every problem. William said he was sent as a part of a secretive project run by the British government. He claims he met cyborg-like residents who had abnormally large heads and eyes and small mouths and were gifted with immortality. Alien creatures seem to be descendant of human beings that could communicate uh, with telepathy. He said everyone spoke fluent English. They all had implanted in them a chip which instantly brain scans and translates words into whatever language was most comfortable for them. So were they speaking English? <laughs> That's a philosophical question, really. <laughs> William claims it is moral responsibility for him to tell the general public about his time travel, a technology he claims has been in existence since 1981. Which, you know the conspiracy theory about Donald Trump and time travel. No. You didn't know about this? No. Oh. Donald Trump's uncle uh, worked for... Fuck. Worked for the government in some capacity. And he, his uncle was sent to go over Nikola Tesla's private notes in his private library to see, because Nick Tesla claimed to have invented the death ray, and he claimed to have invented time travel. Mm -hmm. Well, the death ray notes and the time travel notes were never found. But then you start looking at Donald Trump and his life, and... Right before he won the Republican uh, nomination for uh, to run for president mm -hmm. presidency, uh, Trump Tower in Chicago, where he was at, was struck by lightning, and everybody like that's the common belief is that it would be a form of lightning. That's the only way you could travel that fast. Would be so lightning strikes Trump Tower right before he was. So they think he had traveled to the future and knew the moment, and so he came back so he could relish in the joy of being elected president. But that's how he... <laughs> but if you think about how he ran his campaign and everything, because nothing bothered him. You know, like... So it was almost like he had a playbook of like, well, I don't even need to address this because this, 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 this isn't brought up in the future, so I'm not even going to address it. That's a that's an onion of stupidity right there. <laughs> it's layers of layers of stupid. In fact, Donald Trump is just that stupid that he will just make up more lies on top of lies on top of lies to get out of getting trouble. And according to this gentleman, time travel will be available to all by 2028. Uh-huh. So we got that to look forward to. 
Oh. Okay, if that's true, I'll just go into the future where we like, become immortal. <laughs> At 2028. Well, here's the problem with immortality. I want to say problem. If you knew you were going to live forever, mm-hmm. like, you wouldn't procreate. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, there'd be no I had need. no intentions to do in that curve. Right. Um, but I think that's, like, that's a lot of, like, what drives people is, because uh, deep down a part of, like, I think it's in our DNA to procreate so we can live forever. You know? I think. I think it's more of carrying on the race and species. Probably, but I I think there's more of a psychological like because it's it's a super selfish thing to do if you think about it. Like people say, not having a kid selfish. No, not having a kid is like the most generous thing anybody could do. Because I don't want my kid, if I ever had a kid, to suffer through the bullshit world we're gonna leave behind. Right. But to sit there and think that not only are is the world not complete with you in it. Like, there needs to be more of you in it to make a better world. <laughs> the fuck? But, yeah. The immortality thing, that's where he lost me. I was like, eh. I don't know. Uh, I would just travel through space. Yeah. Spaceship. Be awesome. But you would get bored after a while. Oh, fuck. Space. Who doesn't love space? Yeah, but you'd have to... You'd have such... If I ran into a black hole, that might ruin my day. But... <laughs> yeah. You would have such long stretches of nothingness. Like I'm sure at that point in time, there's many video games I can go back and play. Fair enough. <laughs> and it's just, they, they have the cure to all problems. And here's the thing. there There is no money in a cure. I mean, when you look at other things that are similar to what he's describing, a.k.a. like Star Trek, they even say there's no currency. Right. It's only the what's left behind is the basically just the want and need to improve yourself as a person well currency is a made up thing as it is but and they've even discovered it in the animal community Mm -hmm. so there's something deep rooted in us that we have to like even our basic primal urge is we have to pay somebody for something that we want like a, a trade. You and know. that's something we just need to phase out, so greed becomes non-existent. That would be nice. But I... I I'm already for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm down, but... Like, everybody that everybody says that they want a cure for cancer. And ideally, yes. That would be great. But can you imagine the overpopulation that I'm would... Space travel. <laughs> Everything is solved by space travel. Fair enough. I mean, we would have to really, like, once, once like, all the cancer foundations would stop getting that money, if they would put it towards space travel, then sure. Or just slashing our military budget by even a small fraction. <laughs> yeah. Even, was it China? Yeah, China came out and was just like, hey, we've got a, a potential problem in space. We need some help. Which I like, because that's... What, what, did you hear what the problem was by chance? Uh, oh, okay. I just, um, well, I know that but we travel through an asteroid belt, like, belt twice yeah. a year. We're getting ready to do it soon. Um, and um, 
astrophysicists and shit, they they said the be- the easiest way they can explain it is put a blindfold on and run across an eight lane highway in California. And we do that twice a year. And granted, we know where a lot of the and ninety percent of the time it goes or gets small meteorites burned up in our atmosphere. Right. And we have we know where all the big ones are at, and we you know we're right. constantly checking their trajectory to make sure that you know when when they're like oh right. that one's close like it's like anything that's under like two point three million miles is considered close like we right. we're not but. Um, if they're you, worried about gravitational pull changes and all yeah. that. Um, if you go back, there's this author, um, his name's Graham Hancock, and he wrote these books. Uh, the first one was Fingerprints of the Gods, and the second one was uh, Magicians of the Gods. Um, and it talks about how like, ancient civilizations were obsessed with space. And his argument is is that they were so advanced, like they were way more advanced than we we are currently, mm-hmm. and that they know like if we don't keep an eye on the sky, that's what's going to exterminate us. Like we need to stop this fucking bickering back and forth right. and figure some shit out because what's going to kill us is literally going to be like a goddamn asteroid mm-hmm. from outer space. And my problem is. It's not necessarily everyone's like this in religion or anything like this, but there are some religious people who say, if it's going to happen, it's going to happen. It's like, but we can make it not happen. Yeah. We can fix it. Yeah. But they don't want to because their religion makes them think that they just don't have to care. Yeah. That's, that's predetermined. That's the stupidest. Yeah, I get it, and that's that's a major flaw with religion. Like, it's in God's hands. Like, do you think he cares about you? Yeah. And do you think we... He didn't give us the power to change things. Right. And and my thing is, like, we're all made in God's image, so if I don't care about this person saying this, what are the odds of God? Right. <laughs> nice, nice. Um, by the way, did you hear that they might have found the final planet now? The ninth no. planet? They, it's like something like a four or 44,000 year rotation around the sun. Jesus. Yeah. And it's... Somewhere at, they think they might be able to see because they think it's at its closest point. You hear about the hydrogen wall? Because they sent out. Yeah, in space. No. They sent out a, a, a dude, a, a satellite, uh-huh. and it passed the Kuiper belt, um, and it, it went past like, Pluto. Are you talking about the first one or the one that just went by Pluto? This is the one that just went by. Okay. Because uh, they sent a cool one to to uh, Saturn, and that took some amazing photos. Uh, but they sent one out there, and it was like, I don't know, radio waves or whatever the fuck. Right. Um, the but weird they, sounds. But they said, like, like I, I read it, but it's hard to explain. But there's like a wall of hydrogen gas that is, like, on the other side of Pluto from, like, space storms and shit, mm-hmm. and it's just, like, causing this giant wall. I don't know, it was pretty oh, okay. cool. But back here on Earth, I read this headline to your sister, and she almost started crying. Okay. <laughs> so, of course, I had jokes for days. I don't remember it anymore. Headline. 
elderly couple drove for five days across three states because they couldn't remember their way home. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm gonna and are you ready switch. to feel real bad? A couple from Sevierville, Tennessee, who lost their way while driving home, were found by police two states over and five days later near Atlanta, Georgia. Tennessee <laughs> and elderly people. God, Tennessee, why? <laughs> I mean, Florida, you, you bang, you bang animals, and then when you get too old to bang animals, you come to Tennessee and get confused and just drive. And then they gripe about being too cold and move back to Florida. They they just straight up Thelma and Louise that bitch. They were just like, do you know where you're going? No, nope, I'm putting the I'm putting the I'm putting the pedal to the metal. Ask for directions, Harold. No, no, I know where I'm going. We don't live in North Carolina. Shut up, bitch. I know where I'm at. We're in North Carolina now. Jesus, that's ridiculous. <laughs> that cop had been like, "Are you guys tripping out on something?" Tony and Dolores Amaral both in their mid-80s, mm-hmm. drove for hundreds of miles after what was supposed to be a short trip to a local hospital in Knoxville, Tennessee. Jesus Christ. So, that's... They live... Okay, for those of you who don't know, Sevierville's like 30 minutes away from Knoxville. I mean, depending on what side you, you live on and, and the traffic, it's not far. Not far at all. So, after an hour... You should have been like I something something's amiss in the state of Maine here because uh, we should have been home by now. Forgetting their forgetting their way home, they embarked on an unlikely journey, crisscrossing through Kentucky to Atlanta, Georgia, where they were finally found by police on Tuesday. It looks like one, it looks like one of them had fallen at home. It looks like one of them got in the car to take the other one to the UT Medical Center. They wound up in Chattanooga, then from Chattanooga they went up to Kentucky. Then from Kentucky they wound up outside of Atlanta. With the help of police, a family tracked the elderly couple down to Atlanta using bank transactions. But it was only when Tony approached a police officer for directions that the couple was identified. The officer was doing a routine traffic stop, and my father hobbled up to her and asked for directions. That's how they got found. Good night. <laughs> Neither Tony nor Dolores have been diagnosed with dementia or Alzheimer's, so now they're just fucking stupid. These people have lived an oblivious life of 85 years of just randomly making it to the store and randomly making it home, fucking so- and having children. So you sure we're Generation Oblivious here? Who was the first one? <laughs> we're, not a, we're not Generation Oblivious, but this generation just keeps getting older. Uh, their daughter suggested that they do suffer from memory loss and can easily be confused. Again, this is like third. This is three podcasts in a row I'm going to say this. No shit. They decided it would be no longer safe for them to have keys to a car and hope that this ordeal raises awareness of the issue. The car will go away and we've got to figure out what kind of help they need and what kind of help 
they will allow us to give them. There's not a lot of rights for family members when these kinds of things happen. That's true, and that's like, I mean, you try taking away a man's car. Mm-hmm. As American population ages and the number of drivers over the age of 70 grows, the rights of elderly on the road are likely to come under increased scrutiny, according to the Insurance Institute for Highway Safety. Per mile traveled, fatal car crashes increase noticeably starting at the age of 70 to 74 and the highest among drivers of 85. Again, I say, no shit. The view that the 75-year-old should have to resit their driver's test is now held by a majority of Americans, according to YouGov's latest research. Although only 39% of 65-year-old and over-agree, this is already a state policy in Illinois, And an elderly person is simple, has to set through an eye test, if anything, in most other states. This is why we need better funding for our, our you know, public access and vehicles in this country. But nope, they're not going to do that. we got to get tax cuts for the rich. <coughs> Fuck these I, old people. I think we just need to work more to push harder into self-driving cars. I mean, that, if we, you know what? In fact, if you want to go self-driving cars out, that'd be amazing. If no one owned a self-driving car, if they were just public. Because that way, we could take so many cars off the market. They could have predetermined slots that they go to places and pick right me up there. and then go at other places. You know what I thought of? What my, when I was in high school, what my, it was, it was a tube. It was a tubal highway system that you would get in like a capsule and it used magnetic propulsion. Like, you could get in a capsule, and then it would just shoot you down this tube-like highway. Like, think of, like... So, a Futurama tube. Yeah, but you were you were in a you were in an enclosed capsule. Like, so right. you could sit there and read the paper and shit. Right, which, they, those are a real thing, but not just one person size, by any means. Right. Uh, Vacuum tube travel. Yeah. That would be sweet. And then, um... Isn't Elon Musk working on some form of that? He's building a tunnel in California. And uh, it was really cool because he was explaining it. and Because everybody was like, well, how's a tunnel going to help? And he was like, well, stop thinking. We live in a 3D world, right? But we drive on a 2D plane. If you build a tunnel underground and you build it the right way, you can drive on all surfaces of that tunnel. Like, you don't have to drive in a straight line. You can just kind of aim right and go, and you can corkscrew your way around this tunnel. You know what I'm saying? That sounds so dangerous. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you were talking about just playing some Mario Kart in your Ex- life here, buddy. Especially when you got Tony and Dolores... Go into the hospital and they go they're, to it. They're going to go 30 miles an hour, try to go upside down and fall. Just, <laughs> just not going fast enough. Tony, hit the gas. Shut up, bitch! And having the police come there would be a fun situation. Oh, yeah, that'd boy. be fucked. But, it, and I, I'm an idiot compared to how he explained it. When he, The way he explained it, it was so fucking cool and like one yeah, of those, it one of those moments where you're just like, oh my god. Like, because I believe what you are talking about. Is like it, it? It's not necessarily that they're driving, but they're put on trolleys. Yeah. Like it's it's hard to if 
If you've ever been to like a warehouse or distribution center, like Walmart yeah. distribution center or a FedEx place, like I can see it because that's kind of how right. they operate. Like every package doesn't go to the same destination, so it's true. Like fifty packages are going to twenty different things, and they're coming down, and then these little pushers come and push them down a different highway. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean, I would be, I would totally be behind some new form of mass transportation but yeah the whole i think the vacuum tube travel would be above the roads but that would be faster to the point where it would make it like going california to new york for example you could be able to do that in like an hour and a half something like that so you could work in new york and live in california i mean it's and when that happens that's when like scientists for example said that the races will not be a thing like, in the future, they've already predicted that when travel starts to get even better like that, we'll just all become one race. Right. And we'll be basically looking like, from what their best example would say, like from Brazilians. Is the best example. <coughs> yeah. Or like the Argentinians, because that's where the Nazis went and had children. Hmm. They have proof that Hitler went to, our, like, he fled... He didn't kill himself in Germany. He fled to Argentina and lived out his life down there. Had children. But nobody cares. No, he died. Don't worry about it. But, uh... Well, you heard about Texas voting to take Hillary Clinton out of the history books. Yeah. And Helen Keller. You want to talk about the Republicans saying that Democrats are going to change history? What the fuck are they doing? Doesn't matter. I mean, what did you... Like, it doesn't matter. I know, but at the same point in time, it's just one of those things that irks me. Well, it's just, I mean, they, they had to vote on curriculum, and, like, you're teaching politics. You, do you want to go over, do you want to, do you want to, politics. do you want to spend four, four weeks talking about the lady who Well, the most important thing was the other woman they voted to take out. Ellen Keller. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, why the fuck would they do that? I mean, you can watch her movie. It doesn't need to be in a history book. Isn't she the one that had the rebrail and all that? Yeah. Yeah, that. That's... She was born. She was deaf, blind, yeah. mute. That's kind of important for if you have a blind student, that would be important for them to read in braille. Yeah. That's all. But, they, but, that's not really anything they're political. Not, they're it's not just real te- fucking stupid. They're, just, they they're not teaching you to read braille. They're just telling you the story. I, of well, this I mean, if lady you have a blind student. Yeah. I mean, it, it's an inspirational really... story, you know, but. It, it it really has it no political. That's what I'm saying. It has no significant, you know. It doesn't mm-hmm. offer. It's this one lady in history who did something for herself. Like she I didn't dare, invent braille. I dare say they did it for one reason. I don't know if you heard this story. We're going back to the Donalds. Okay. There was a point in time where Donald was building one of his buildings, in her hotel, whatever. The escalator had braille in it. He told the architect he wanted that gone. Because there'll be no blind people in his buildings. Supposedly what was said. Yeah, I think they might have done that for him. Have you ever looked at a a, dry, a drive-thru at McDonald's? There's Braille in the drive-thru, and that is scary. That's weird. I, yeah, right? I No, I didn't know that, but yeah. that's Pay attention to, beyond bizarre. Yeah, when you roll up to the window and it says next window, please, it's like there's Braille right underneath it. Maybe like, that's for self-driving cars. Who's this for? That helps yeah. you. I did. If if you are gonna make self-driving cars, I have an idea. 
This is an improvement. You can get rid of all, if, it, if you're driving, doing self-driving cars, you can get rid of all stoplights, stop signs, and everything. You have, an, like imagine you're driving, and on your windshield, it pulls up a stoplight, and then it goes yellow and red, and you stop where you're at. Because you, you, you program your destination. Like, you're, you're Tom and Dolores, Tony, and you're like, I'm going to go to the hospital. And you're plugging into a bigger computer, and so computer is routing all this traffic right. so you can get there the most efficient way and not hit a fucking stoplight in the middle of yeah. nowhere and have to sit there for two minutes completely ruining your morning. Right. I speak from personal experience I mean, on that. But the only problem with that, and it's kind of a major problem, hackers. Yeah. But there's one way that they might be able to go around that and keep the hackers out. I don't know if you heard about it. Blockchain. <coughs> yeah. Blockchain, as of right now, is probably the most advanced hacking proof system that's out there. Because they would have to hack so many at the same time. For one thing. There, uh... Yeah. That's gonna be the next... There's a couple places... That's gonna be the next big thing you can make money off of. Like, investing in... Is, is gonna be blockchain technology. Because, yeah, a lot of places... Uh, are looking into it. Yeah, because you... Like, we, we all have a medical file. Like, I have a medical file in Kansas from where I lived. Right. And I've got medical files, you know, all over the country from because of where I've lived. I don't have a centralized medical file. So I go to the doctor because I have really bad indigestion. Well, they start doing the same shit that they did to me in Kansas right. 10 years ago. But I have to call that doctor and then they have to find the thing and they have to mail it here. This uh, They're using blockchain to get all of your medical files in one place so they right. can pull it up and... Then you just have to have a competent doctor that gives a shit. Right. Which, again, at this point, is debatable. Yeah. I went to a doctor. This is God's honest truth. It was a Wednesday morning. 7.45 appointment. Just for a, rant, a yearly checkup. Just to make sure. Just so I can, so if ever I kill over, right. the, my, the life insurance I have can't say that I was neglectful with my health. Because uh, I do my shit every year like I'm supposed to. 7.45 in the morning, I go see the go see my doctor. Mm-hmm. And I've been to her for four years. I see her once a year. The one time I went, I had a blood clot in my leg. And that fucking sucked. She wasn't there, so I saw another doctor. So in, in four years, I've been to the doctor five times. Uh... That was at 7.45. I think I was out of there by 8.10, I think. 11.45 was her lunchtime. I work across the street from the, the doctor's office where she works. Mm-hmm. She comes into my store at lunchtime. Doesn't recognize me. Nice. And I've been told, like, I'm... Like, I don't... I look different at work than I do away from work. Right. Like, I def- I dress different, I walk different. I assume for that day you probably wore your work clothes Yeah, you work. Yeah. And it, it, it really pissed me off. <laughs> like, it, 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 it pissed me off more than it should have. 
but I'm the type of person that, you know, I recognize people. Right. Like, hey, I know you. I sold you a saran wrap and lube, you know. Mm-hmm. And I just, I remember weird shit. I mean, you would think a doctor would have a, a, a fairly good memory, especially when, like, hey, I saw you this morning. And it's not like all doctors don't have that. Hell, my dentist weirdly remembered me the one time I went there recently from when I was a small child. That's and crazy. It's really weird. Yeah. I don't know. That that bothered me about the doctor. But anyway, blockchain uh, medical files yep. is, is the way to go. All right, got two more stories. One story and then, then the bestiality story of the week. This might be Space Animals, the episode called that or something. All right. Unluckiest man. A Pakistani ice cream seller discovers billions in his bank account after it is gone. The fuck? Yeah. A Pakistani ice cream seller says he is the unluckiest man in the world as he only discovered that he was the owner of a bank account worth billions once the funds had already been withdrawn. How the fuck? Wouldn't they be able to track that shit? Well, here's... It's... um, Somebody stole his identity. Yeah. And opened up a bank account to launder money through it. Ah. So... (laughs) It was a lot of money. Uh, 27 million. Okay. Um, Believe it. In his his currency, it was two point two five billion. Uh, but he he can't speak. He, no, he can speak. He can't speak English. He can't write at all, so he can't fill out a bank account. Uh, I'm sure that bank won't have a problem cooperating with them to try and get that money back for themselves if nothing else for interest. Well, it, it wasn't his. I, I mean, mean, but right. it was fraudulent. Oh yeah. his account. So there's some issues there. Oh yeah, it was. But it was they they it was it was an account set up and they. Yeah, illegally, mm-hmm. money they acquired illegally was sent to this to wash, right. and then they and apparently it's a common practice that they just you know yeah, but man how fucking great! Typically they don't fuck with accounts that are active, mm-hmm. you know they they set up account overseas and then yeah, uh, that's fucking crazy, and I you can't consider it because he didn't know you know. Like, at the same time, that's a Denny theft, and that is a super crime, no matter yeah. where the fuck you are. But, yeah. So, I, I just, I thought it was funny. But then when you start looking at it, like, you're not the most unlucky guy. Like, it sucks that you found out about it. You know? And the question is, how did he find out? Because what happened, like, I don't know how his country does taxes, but that could be some tax issues there. Yeah. Um, that he could sue them over. It was, and, they were... It was a it was a fraud, uh, like their kind of FBI. Uh, there was a fraud agency that was tracking these transactions and went to see him. And there's this Pakistani ice cream salesman who can't write his name, and they're just like, "You had fucking two billion dollars in a bank account." And I'm sure his first question was, "What's a bank account?" But yeah, isn't that fucked up? That is fucking weird. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all sorts of criminal behavior. Where that oh, yeah. up to. I mean, but that's like people, people here get scammed constantly. Like it, it, 
it used to be Watch way it. worse. Um, but they call, like, get iTunes cards and stuff. And, oh, that still happens. Oh, yeah. But especially if it's overseas. I, like, had, I had one guy buy or $1,500 for iTunes gift cards the other day. He said it was for his boss. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm guessing he's doing some sort of giveaway. There was one guy, he would come in, and through MoneyGram, he was sending money to this girl in the Philippines. I believe it. And he's like, every time I go, I say that I'm going to go see her, she gets mad and she won't talk to me. I was like, because she's a dude. And he's like, no, no, no. And I said, you don't have to listen to me. I said, and he finally got to the point he quit coming to our store because everybody was just telling him, like, you're getting honey dick, dude. Like, you are sending this girl money. And with uh, MoneyGram, it shows, like, how much this person has received. And, mm-hmm. like, he just caught me in an off day. I said, have you sent this lady $675,000? And he goes, no. And I said, because this is how much she's received. And I showed it to him. Well, he confronts her about it. Right. Next time he comes in, you know what happened? Mm-hmm. Change the spelling of her name. Uh-huh. Yeah, and so he was like, oh, somebody else was using her name, so it was showing that she was receiving all this money. I was like, yeah, that's it. Has nothing to do with the cock and balls between her legs either, you fucking weirdo. He goes, I, he goes, she sent me pictures, and they are intimate pictures. I said, I can get on my phone and pull up intimate pictures of anybody. and doesn't, like, I can pull up intimate pictures of Jennifer Lawrence. doesn't mean she's my girlfriend. Right. But it was just, but the, 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 uh, Again, older people don't understand technology. And it just, and it pisses me off when I can sit there and look at you with 100% certainty and almost tell you the conversation you've had on the phone, and you're just like, no, 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 you're wrong. Right. Like, yeah, I'm wrong. And, and hell, to give you an example, there's people that do that here in the United States. Yeah. I know someone who used to work in my store that had people from Texas sending her money. Nice. Yeah. Uh. If it's overseas, though, the FBI, we can't, they can't go after them. Right. Right now, it's, it's Saudi Arabia has a big bank of, like, people just stealing money left and right, conning people out of fucking money left and right, and, um, there's nothing they can do, just try to wait, and I don't know if they can fucking catch a wire transfer going on or not, but... I need to find a better copy of this. <laughs> Alright. What is slowly becoming the world famous fucking an animal bestiality segment. I went, I met up with a buddy of mine that I hadn't seen in months, and, uh, I had, uh, our, uh, Jimmy Olsen has a mom and a pop episode, and I played him the last two segments, the, uh, the abortion soup, and, mm-hmm. and, uh, Jimmy Olsen fucking an al- alligator.
And he agreed. He was just like, yeah, I've been that horny that I've looked up weird porn and felt bad about myself. <laughs> and I was like, yes. I speak truth, man. All right. Headline. Florida woman. Ding, ding, ding. Busted for having sex with dogs after boyfriend provides video to cops. Good God. <laughs> A Florida woman is accused of having sex with her two dogs after her boyfriend gave cops multiple videos of her in the act. The boyfriend of Miranda Johns. I love it when they give names. Miranda Johns gave a Collier County Sheriff's deputy his phone to show evidence that he did not sexually batter Miranda. Well, that took a weird turn. Okay. <laughs> I didn't do it. Look. <laughs> I can't even. This dude's name. Kurtz. K-U-R-T-Z. Kurtz. Mm. Villa Vicino said John's 21 had sent him disturbing photos and videos of her engaged in sexual intercourse with her two dogs. You know what that's called? That's the Devil's Triangle right there. <laughs> I mean, it's supposed to be two men, sir. I think you've got the wrong species there. And they're male dogs. But men. <laughs> Not animals. Several videos showed her dogs giving her oral sex while she masturbated. Eh. What what was his name? Well, it was the dead pig. Cameron from Britain. If you know what I'm talking about. Uh-uh. Oh, some weird ritual that they had. Some dude dead pig fed. It's weird. But again, not living, but it was an animal. Just weird shit. Oh. Um, I'm, I'm going to just let that go. All right. <laughs> I was, <laughs> I, something? Yeah, I, I don't want to go there. <laughs> there were other lurid videos uh, on the phone regarding this behavior as well. A twisted text message from Johns to uh, Kurtz. Uh, Kurtz said that John sent him the videos and pictures from her phone. Cops had initially contacted Kurtz regarding an accusation that he had sexually assaulted Johns. John's insisted to the cops, uh, John's the female, her mugshot is in here, and the, and the caption underneath says, Miranda John screwed the pooch. <laughs> oh, good lord. Alright, I want, I want your, your first reaction when you see this lady. Okay. I got, I got her, I mean, this is her mugshot. Okay. That's not what I was expecting at all. Right. But, um, why? Like, she's not that bad looking of a lady. Right? I mean, she's not, she's not a 10 by any means. Right. But she's not, you know, when you think of a woman banging a dog, they have a certain look about them. Anyway, John's insisted to the cops that Kirk's was interested in her having sex with animals. 
Oh, mm-hmm. the plot thickens. So she says that that's what he likes. Mm-hmm. According to the police report, the, the couple also discussed the possibility of her having sex with a bigger dog. It's <laughs> so gross. Uh, uh. She likes being the bitch. I mean, what? David Cameron was his name, by the way. Oh. One specific allegation is that he... God, I'm just fucking lose it. Cameron took his part in... Put a private part of his anatomy into a dead pig's mouth. (laughs) And that was supposed to be some sort of ritual at an Oxford University. So, this is interesting, because now, because initially I thought this this lady was all kinked out, but, I mean, that could just as easily have been him, like, requesting to do that. Right. And ladies, if that's, if that's your man's kink, how about you don't do that? There's a movie, it's a brilliant, it's a dark comedy, it's brilliant, it's okay. called, uh, I think he changed the title of it. It used to be called Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. Okay. And it was, you know, you remember, you know, Bobcat Goldthwaite from, you know, Bobcat? I'm not good with names. Did you ever watch the old Police Academy movies? Yeah. In the 80s, and the guy that was like... The sound effect man, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. The, the white guy that was all, like... Are you talking about the, the geek? No. There was that nerdy guy. He was he was a gangster, but he was like a. Uh... This guy. Oh, okay. The insane one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That dressed like a funk. Yeah. Oh. He's incredibly hysterical, but now he's an amazing director. Like, he writes and he does amazing stuff. And this movie is called Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. And this, um, the movie opens. And this girl, she's in college, she's home alone. She's sitting there watching TV, eating, you know, Ben and Jerry's and stuff. And she's got this big, like, mastiff. And she's sitting there watching TV. And the dog, like, comes up beside her and she pets it. And he rolls over. And you, you don't see the dog, but the dog lipstick comes out. And she goes... And she blows the dog. <laughs> right? Okay. So the whole movie is spent with her... Like, living with this secret. And she's a school teacher now, and so she's going on dates. And she can't really find, like, true happiness in a relationship. And she always equates it because she has this secret... So she meets a guy, and he was like, they really hit it off. And he, uh-huh. and so then he was like, tell me the most fucked up thing you've done. And she goes, no. And he's like, and so finally he goes, I'll tell you my worst thing. And she goes, okay. And he's like, when I was in college, I was in a frat, and we played Shoot the Biscuit. She's like, okay. what's that? And she's like, he was like, the eight guys in the frat 
there was a, a Triscuit cracker, and we sat around and jerked off, and the last guy to climax on the cracker had to eat the cracker, <laughs> or the na- or it's soggy biscuit. That's where the term limp biscuit comes from. I uh, did not for, even know that. Rock band. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. So she was just like, "Oh, that's that so gross." For me. And he, uh, he, she goes, "So, so who had to who had to eat the biscuit?" And he's like, "Well, I did." She's like, "Oh, that's so fucked up." And he's like, "Oh," and it, it was like it was like one of these weird, cute moments in a movie. And he's like, "Well, what's your thing?" And she's like, "In college, I got I just got curious and bored, and I blew my dog." And he got, he was just like, you are a sick fucking whore. And like, gets up and leaves her. And she's like, what the fuck just happened? You know, you ate, you ate seven other dudes come on a biscuit, on a cracker. And she blows one dog. And she's the one with the problem. You know, it was a, it was a real interesting movie. And it, and it was super funny. Um, but it had a, it was, I don't know. It was just interesting. Right. Limp Biscuit just got worse for me. <laughs> it was already terrible. Good God. Uh, the other bestiality story was um, three men uh, in Pennsylvania were uh, being arrested because uh, they were having um, intercourse with a bunch of animals. Like, they built special pens to keep the animals in, and they had, and it was on a farm. And on that farm was a 16-year-old, and he had witnessed some of the acts. So now they're being put, uh, part of their charges is for... Um, In front of a minor? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, corruption of a minor. <laughs> Along with bestiality. Um, <laughs> oh, wow. <coughs> oh. So, Bobcat, Let Sleeping Dogs Lie. That is a good movie to see. Right. Was there anything else? Uh, that was all the stories I had. Not really in particular, just some interesting stuff and how apparently all of the little monster fans are going out against Venom, or trying to anyways. Little monster. Did you like, not know that's what Lady Gaga's fan base call themselves? Oh, I thought you were talking about the Howie Mandel... No. Goofy little monsters being in Fred Savage. No, no. How, like, soccer moms are coming out against Venom. Like, why would you go see Venom in the first place? They're not their target audience. Yeah. Oh, so they're just mad that Lady Gaga movie isn't going to make all of the money. Yeah. They were literally trying to say that they got reserved tickets for early release or whatever and just saying that now they got to cleanse their palate. It was so bad. Well, what's fucked up? Um, like, movie pass. Yeah. It came out, and it was like, you could watch any movie once a day. Some fucked up shit, too, recently. Oh, yeah. Oh, no, I know, because I signed up for it, mm-hmm. and I got a, a special rate because I paid a whole year up front. Right. It was like seven bucks a month. I was like, that's, I mean, I can go see one movie a month. Like, I'm not one of these guys that I went every day. Right. Uh, but now, they said, well, you can only go, like, three times a month. Mm-hmm. Like oh, that's still way more. Than and I'm when like, they still lost people, they reactivate the old things. Yeah. But only give you like four days or some shit to opt out of that, so you don't get charged again. Yeah. That's why you gotta pay attention to your email, folks. Mm-hmm. Or don't sign for shady companies. Like yeah. That. <laughs> and I mean, for sure, like I'm going to like cancel my subscription. You know. 
Yeah, like the other oh. one that's real shitty for that. What is the one that, uh, the music company that's real shitty. That's supposed to have, like, the hottest new releases. Columbia House? No. Oh. They're not Spotify, not Pandora, not that. The one the rapper started. I don't know. Oh, fuck. It killed me, because they got, like, Daft Punk on board and all these big rappers to do their big mm. releases on it. They've reactivated old accounts and start charging them to all the time, too. Yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of them, like, that's what they're saying, like, Dollar Shave Club. You know, it, it's like three bucks a month. Right. And then you forget about it. And then you're like, oh, well, there's those razors. I need to get rid of those. Right. And then you don't. But what MoviePass did was then they said, well, you can't watch a movie more than once. Right. So, okay, that's fair. And then they said, well, you can't see every movie on, you can't, not every movie qualifies on, on its opening night. Okay, that's fair. And they said, well, you can only see three movies a month. Like, okay, that's not bad. Now, they tell you, they give you an option of which movie you can see. Mm-hmm. So. They're limiting it, yeah. But, like, the the marquee cinemas at the Pinnacle in Bristol, on Sundays and Wednesdays, they do, like, throwback cinema. Right. And you can... Like, I went and saw the Tim Burton Batman, and it was on there for Movie Pass. Well, last week I went and saw, uh, uh, Young Frankenstein. It wasn't on there for Movie Pass. The only option, the only thing I could see was, uh, Night School with Kevin Hart and Tiffany Haddish. Mm-hmm. So that's the ticket I bought. That's not the movie I went and saw. Right. <laughs> I went and saw... I went and saw, uh, you know. Title. Title. It was killing me. Never heard of it. The guy that made Title was shitty and shaky as well. Oh, yeah. They all, I mean, it, it's all one big, it's all one big scam. You gotta, you know. At least it's easy, it, and that's the thing, it's, it used to be real hard to cancel shit. Like, there were some places where you had to, like, physically call and talk to somebody. Now you can just do it online, you know, on your account. Right. So. That's all I can think of. Likewise. Got some. Watched a good horror movie, The Ritual. It's on Netflix. Check that out. Joe Rogan's new stand-up. Called Troubling Times or Troubled Times. It was pretty good. I like Joe. He's, he's funny. Right. He gives zero fucks if he offends you, and that's what I like. <laughs> uh, Burt Kreischer's Secret Time. Impractical Joker Season 1's on Netflix. Well, I like to watch that. It's a good watch right before bed. Okay. Because you don't really get involved, and I just kind of drift away. And then I dream that I'm in a supermarket fucking with people. It's pretty fun. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Well, goddamn, we did about an hour and a half, so. Yeah. If you stuck with stuck us out this long. Nice. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Alright, folks, we'll see you next week. We're out. <laughs>